Harry for that too sweet play-in. And welcome all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics, and I collect spores, molds, and fungus. And I, of course, am your co-founder, your co-host, your favorite Ghostbuster that has never been in a movie. <laughs> I, of course, am Dr. Rivera. I have doctorates in podcasting, I guess. Does that count? Can I make that lie work? They call me Charlie. You call me Boom Boom if you're nasty. John, it's slime time, baby. Charlie, it is paranormal up in here. And it is indeed Thanksgiving Eve. Ugh. It is indeed comic book day. But at this point, one thing takes precedence over everything else. Yes, sir. And that, of course, is Ghostbusters Afterlife is in mm, theaters mm, now. Mm, the number mm. one film it took the weekend by storm. It beat industry standards. And on this very, very special Thanksgiving Eve episode of U.S. Comics Cast, we are going to dive deep into that spooktacular world that is Ghostbusters Afterlife. But, John, I want to start here. Um, obviously, with us being in different states, this was not something that was perfectly easy to organize, and this was not going to be the type of sh uh, movie that we waited a week to see. So who'd you see it with? Where did you see it? What was the theater like? What did you wear? What merchandise did you bring? Now, uh, uh, hit me. Walk now, me through. Now, granted, I am only an auxiliary, auxiliary member of the Ghost Corp of the Empire State Elite. Um, but you know what? I still do indeed have credentials. So also as well as I was not about to wait like some stuffed turkey to see this gem of a flick that everybody has been waiting uh, near on 30 years to fucking finally see. Um, so yeah, considering that I was flat left by my, uh, by my partner and brother, um, I indeed had to venture back onto the Isle of Manhattan, also known as the scene of the crime from Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Um, no Stay Puft Marshmallow Men <laughs> walking down the street. Not even a foam-footed Statue of Liberty to worry about. No pink slime. Um, actually, I was able to drink it in at the AMC uh, Broadway Theater at the AMC oh, Empire. Uh, right by uh, right Slime on Square. Broadway. Right, um, right where I saw the director's cut of Rocky with said uh, Rocky aficionado Casey Manning. Very but cool. much like this certain flick, which at some point we'll be talking about cameos for, there was indeed a cameo in Rivera Land that joined us to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I am talking about none other than everyone's Favorite lawman, the guy behind the badge, Jason Rumbles Robles. Our cousin oh, Jason Robles awesome. showed up packing heat 
No joke. Yeah, so so the three of us got a chance. That would have been together. fun. It was... A ghost shows up, he just shoots it four times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ghost is like, oh, God damn it. This is the first way I died too, son of a bitch. Yeah, so the three of us saw it together. It was a cool That's night. amazing. So without diving into their favorite moments or anything, what did they think? Uh, you know what? Well, we can get into that okay. in more of more of the uh the uh the review section. What about yourself? Because you had a very, very Charlie-esque, <laughs> albeit unique viewing experience. Uh so we were invited by a local theater, the Corum Movie Land has brand new owners, uh, and they knew to get some excitement around their theaters grand they reopening. charlie in their life they need a little bit of charlie you want your theater to pop in a sea of competition <laughs> who do you call they knew who to call uh, they, called, <laughs> they called me and i i brought some of my boys from the long island ghostbusters with me and on Fair. thursday night because we couldn't do an event without knowing if the film was amazing or not in advance <laughs> wow. on thursday they had a special screening they they kind of cleared out a theater just for us they added a wow. bonus showing um they wined and dined us it was all the concessions we could enjoy and it was one of those situations where they were so happy to have us there they were like pushing things we didn't want I had my popcorn. I had my drink. I was so happy. Like, you want like, some of oh, this? Have Take a dance with my wife. No, man, I, I don't need all that. I just <laughs> want to watch the flick. Um, and that, of course, was uh, one of two showings uh, Thursday and Friday. Because on Friday, we had a wonderful event. Uh, a few hundred people came down to the theater, not only to see the flick. That same Corum Theater. At that same Corum Movie Land. Nice. Um, over in Corum, Long Island, correct, in New York. Uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful time. Everyone had an absolute blast. We took so many pictures. We had not one, but two uh, Ecto Tribute vehicles. We had the Long Island Ghostbusters Ecto Subaru, and we had what I love to call the Ecto Fun, and that, of course, is the Ecto Li. Uh, both Tribute vehicles neither are cadillacs we don't have a budget like that people went nuts though my favorite aspect though was it was two different um waves it was people coming in excited to see us it was people leaving the movie and sure. uh, in the review section I'll, I'll give some more details so i mean th th this this is somewhat of a um you know it, this is somewhat kind of a mood point considering that neither one of us are crying we're holding our heads <laughs> oh, high. I just wouldn't do We're the show. All smiley teeth. Yeah, this show would be like yeah, due to yeah, technical it's... difficulties and depression. There will be no show this week. The whole um, set I mean, behind me would be torn down. Oh yeah, yeah. It would be nothing but like a, an empty room, and yeah, it would be ugly. So I mean, let's let's give the folks what they didn't pay for, and just the obligatory on uh on three, three, two. One, yeah, thumbs up, baby. Th double uh, thumbs up. What a what a sense of relief. It was a, my little brother must have. I uh, I I gotta tell you. Uh, obviously, we for the Thursday screening we didn't suit up. We're not that insane. But I was there in my Ghostbusters T-shirt. I had my Ghostbuster hoodie on. I had my trembling hands on my popcorn. I oh. really wasn't talkative, which you people, you lovely oh people, God. know that that's never the case. I, like, were you, were you like, um, 
Were you muzzled? Like, was it a Silence of the Lamb situation where you had I, to get rolled in? I had anxiety all day. Holy like the shit. countdown to the eight o'clock showing was a lot of me being like, all right, well, I still have the first two and I could just watch a lot of the cartoon. I'm a be all right. <laughs> You're just I'm talking a yourself all right. down. Dude, um, you know what's so sad about that is like there ha- there were really no indications that Charlie specifically was going to be disappointed because granted, and, and this is something that I'd like to get into also, there was the 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 critical response, which, you know, is the critics. Uh, who had early views and whatnot, and they were mixed. They, they, they were, were decidedly mixed. It was like a somewhat of a divisive, uh, and even the ones that weren't negative critical reviews were like almost begrudging positive yeah. reviews. But the second, the second that audience reviews started coming in, that was like the warm bath for Charlie. That was the petting him down. <laughs> You know, start at the top of your head, go all the way down the back hair. It's going to be okay. You're pretty. You're a pretty girl. I, I, all I'm going to say is this. Um, in in having now looked at a lot of the rev- those reviews, the professional ones uh, specifically, um, a lot of those motherfuckers must be from a uh, must be from a far away land a long time ago because them and Toy Boy Lucas are liars about some of their points, and we are going to get to it in this episode of U.S. Comics Cast, but we ain't liars, and that's because I know one fact above all else, and that is Han shot first. Han and Muncher shot first. Clink. Clinky. Salute. Oh, you know tonight I had a shot of that Ooh. crystal skull. Dan. <laughs> nice. I, I got you back all day and all night. Nice. So, so yeah, uh, we, we we did speak about this earlier for just for everyone. Look at no wonder he was so defensive. He made a title card for it. So for everyone who was not in the pre-show meeting, Charlie <laughs> was adamant about giving you nerds. And layabouts, because that's what you are. If you have not seen this movie by this Thanksgiving Eve, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life, but you have, I will let it go. Yeah, Charlie loves you. I'm judging you, but Charlie loves you. He insisted that we have at least one segment that is spoiler-free as you want to be. So, Charlie... Free here spoiler it, away. Here it goes, baby. So this it's is Miller time. <laughs> there, I mean, Sam Adams works too. Um, I want to start with this point. There is no universe in which I do not have bias for this film. And much like professional critics, I'm going to do the thing I wish they had to do. And I'm going to give the people a couple facts that should adjust your feelings about the next bit i say accordingly ghostbusters is one of my absolute favorite films of all time it is in my top five uh keeping it company this isn't an exact five because it rotates slightly but they're all from my top 10 my top five as of today would probably be ghostbusters the crow um it would be clerks 
they would sit comfortably next to space balls, uh, which would also sit very, very comfortably uh, next to a rotation of half a dozen films that occasionally includes Ghostbusters 2, if I'm being totally honest. Ghostbusters 2 doesn't always live in my top 10, but during the spooky season, it certainly does. Um, that's an important fact because... Again, we'll do a little bit of spoiler-free. If you fucking don't like Ghostbusters from 1984, which a lot of people hold as a gold standard of comedies, you're not going to like this. So, so you know, I, I would... I would, I, I would argue that point, but okay. I, I, I won't do it now. I'll do it on the cross-examination. Perfect, perfect. My point is this. This film, for me... Did a ton. It put a it put a, a a smile on my face. It grew my heart three sizes just in time for the holidays. It made me laugh. It made me sob. It made it gave me all the feels uh, in a beautiful flow. The only bit of criticism I'll give it: uh, two hours is a lot of movie. So if people are, I'm a I'm a big proponent of for me i think most films are only made better by tightening them up for me a 90 minute banger of a film 90 minutes is a lot of times where most movies sit we just talked about last week we talked about rocky versus drago the tightness of that film did nothing but elevate my yeah, enjoyment that was of it. like prom night tight that the way yeah. that he got about business and and not to go backwards but Stallone, um, he added 40 unseen minutes, but he kept the runtime <laughs> remarkably close to the original. He cut so it's 38 like, and a half. Conceptually, he still wanted it. He still wanted to get to it, but he hit he did hit different notes on the journey. So, like, you know, it's still in other words, like he pulled the Han Solo. Yeah, yes. you know, he he uh he got where he was going, he just you know altered the route, so to speak. So yeah, no, I, I agree with you, and I, I will bring up this point only because you teased it. Yeah, friend Casey, who just recently joined us for uh for the Rocky talk, Casey Death from Above Manning. Um, <laughs> that was his first point. Like as credits were rolling, he was like it, it dragged a little bit, it, not not a little bit. I, I don't want to misquote him. So so uh um you know, in general terms, he was like, it dragged. I was bored at certain points. And then I smacked him. And luckily, our cousin uh, is law enforcement. So he was able to riot control. <laughs> He's got that training. Um, but but yeah, so so again, and and to um, so that it said JJ loved it. Casey was bored, but he I guess would it be fair to say Casey liked it, but there were points where he was bored. I'll, I'll double confirm with him. You sure, know. sure. And listen, here's a, another fact. What I say today, if it goes against your feelings, your feelings are somewhat sacred. In the spoiler section, I'm going to talk about some things that I've read that I think are misinterpretations. There are certain things I'm going to talk about. For example, I just said that the film suffers for some, from some Slimer-like bloat. Uh, I wouldn't cut a. You mean frame, like though. multiple chins and you know? Yes. Yeah, uh, I got and, that and onion too much ass. salt because he's like just guzzling hot dogs and, like they're and, going out of style. Exactly. Which I, I don't think they do. Do hot dogs? Hot dogs might have a I longer mean, shelf life than Twinkies. It's true. And that's it's a true. big damn Twinkie. By the way, I am going to. I am looking for the world's 
record of quotes. So I, I think at this point in the show, I have already a solid. I got. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say six. Half a dozen Ghostbusters quotes have been uttered by me completely inappropriately, but that number's going up, ladies and gentlemen. I Just like it. Buckle I up. And 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 here's the only real competition you're gonna have is Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I also don't mean that as a criticism. I disagree, um, man. Over no, no, and I, I'm, I'm but, well. Here's my point. Uh -huh. I don't think that that's a bad thing. No, no, I I understand. So, I know that you would like you would have been. They could have done. Just showed me the first a shot for shot remake. They could have pulled a cycle. Yes, and done a shot for shot remake, or even more, uh, um, even more uh, applicable uh, of a comparison, they could have pulled a uh, a Force Awakens, Force Awakens. Yeah. Now, whatever the first Force one Awakens. of the, of the Force right. Awakens, um, where like people were sitting back thinking, <laughs> this is is this beats. just a New Hope, like a recast? <laughs> is this like the the tour, the national tour version of a show that I saw? On Broadway already, because Charlie yeah. saw Hamilton. Also, guys, don't let that fucking one slip Happy right by you. While to me. I was watching Ghostbusters, like a good, like a good U.S. comics caster, Charlie's like, "I'm gonna be on Broadway watching we, Hamilton." We could have like hugged in Times yeah, Square. Yeah, we could have, but you know, Char Charlie's uh, he's a one-way cat, much That's like true. the streets in Manhattan, not the uh, avenues though. But here, here's the here's my ultimate point. Yeah. Um, I think this, the only film that did this sort of thing better, in my opinion, to give you uh -huh. a, and it's not a one for one because the Ghostbuster Afterlife well, goals were different, but the closest comparison I was able to make was Creed. It felt, okay. it felt Creed, it felt like Creed helped uh, nurture this idea kind of like in, like in, show show the path so to speak of exactly where give an you option. could go and i, I love see, I, see. I love creed and i'm not a big fan of comparing films that are in like different genres and whatnot sure. um but i, I ah, truly... what are you talking about i think like uh rocky and uh Fucking Ghostbusters is like a one and a one A. The same like shit. That, um, <laughs> with that being said, that that's probably um, how I'd write. I think the type of films these I'll call them legacy films, films sure. that stand on the that's shoulders. A very clever uh, um, term that you just invented. Now that's well yeah, done. It's definitely not the name of the film overseas uh, and in Mexico, where I was also like a week and a half ago. Um, the, the as far as legacies go, and they think, stole from me too. I think the two best types of these movies are Creed and Ghostbusters Afterlife. This film will do a lot for you if you're there for it. What it won't do, though, is if you're like a miserable person, it's not going to cure that. If you're ugly on the outside, it's not going to cure does, that. What movie does, though? Like that, the, but I mean, according to some the of these reviewers... record is, is over a, a million. Um, so just really quickly, obviously, again, Charlie... Uh, would it be safe to say Charlie loved the film? I'm in love with the film, and I love the be, film. Would it be fair to say that it uh, that it hit all the marks that you were hopeful for going in the door? It it in the best way. It remixed ideas I had. It remixed thoughts I had. It remixed the the pitch I made. 
on our friend's podcast about a so, Ghostbusters. So, yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, did it do anything with the material that you were like, you sat back and you're like, no, 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 not my nope. Ghostbusters. It did. It didn't miss. It didn't miss one at bat for me. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, I would agree. I would agree. My, I sat there for the, the from the opening bell for a solid. I would say, let me feel the face, the muscles, the beard. How the how's the facial hair misshapen? Yeah, I would say for the first. 35 to 37 minutes i sat there like this <laughs> just mouth agape yes leaning sir. forward to the back of my shirt uh which uh, to answer your earlier question i was rocking my we came we saw excellent uh so so um I, truth be told again I'm, I, I was leaning forward in my seat my mouth was smiling i was watching the first ghostbusters flick that I original Ghostbusters flick because we did see the re-release um, in theaters just a couple of years ago uh, in o- over 30 years, because unlike some people of questionable moral fiber, I said, you know what? Thank you. 2016. I wish you well, but it's not for me. So I'm, I'm not going to see it. Right. It's not for me. My dollars won't contribute to anything. I'm going to hang on to those couple of ducats. I'm not going to see it. Uh, so truly, it was the first Ghostbusters, new Ghostbusters content I had seen in theaters in decades, and it was worth the wait. And we were speaking about um, those kind of early critical voices. Now, here's the thing. And, and this is my empathetic. I know some people will be surprised to hear. This is my feed the birds and squirrel side coming out right here. I never read critic reviews. I only Never. read them after to I don't, argue. I could not possibly care less, even honestly, because I don't need the agita of having the need to argue with someone when I think that they are galactically wrong. So I avoid them. None of my business, not my chair, not my problem. However, my sheer love for this baby-faced Samoan brother of mine I said, you know what? Let me, God forbid, this fucking thing is a train wreck. Let me hopefully try to keep my brother's uh, wheels on the rails, especially going into the holiday season. Oh, my God, God, I'm going to have to pull him out of the eggnog. You're allergic to milk, motherfucker. What are you doing? <laughs> Who so cares? I was, I was, ah. ah, eggnog was a bad choice. <laughs> so I was reading critic reviews mainly – because again, they were not overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. They were lukewarm at best. So I was reading them so that I could detract them, the the critics, to you potentially. But that work, much like a lot of the work I do, was totally unnecessary. Because as I mentioned, once the audience reviews started coming in, pouring in, because yeah. it was like you know a, a, a thousand uh, times more audience review than critic review. They were, I think it stand currently at a 96% audience uh, positivity rate. <laughs> it and moved up from Friday to Sunday. Even more uh, uh, impressive, in this world, baby, money fucking talks. 
-hmm. And domestically, this flick made 44 million bones. Internationally, 60 million dollars in its opening weekend, which is And it was inexpensive. They made it for less than Timer's keys. Let's do it. Uh, You know what's funny, though? It's uh, For my money, it's always, what does the audience think? If I agree or I disagree, Mm -hmm. what the people are saying dictates a lot. Yeah, you're a man of the people. And one beautiful thing about being a man of the people is I would never sully my good name. I would never sully (laughs) this show. I would never sully our company with shitty sponsors. So instead, I know for a fact our sponsors are Bangarang. John, much like Dr. Vankman himself, why don't you spin a yard on just how great our first sponsor is this week before we move to our spoilers? As a soul transitions from life to the hereafter so charlie transitions seamlessly into the sponsors of the show and our sponsor found right here on facebook gaming credit where credit's due it's none other than sergeant finesse again you can find him here on facebook gaming you can find him on the purple site that's right, I said Twitch, not on a hot tub or anything like that. Just gaming, you know, just like typical. Give uh, it multiple a year. streams. I mean, yeah, we, things happen, man. Money's money. Uh, multiple streams every day, outstanding gaming content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check them out today. Throw them a like, a follow, a share. But do yourself a favor and follow the white rabbit over to Sneak energy.com use code sgt at checkout Mm -hmm. legitimately very very good but if you're looking for some fresh new merch and i am not talking about the ghostbusters overalls for those you got to go see charlie but if you want anything else go over to geeksunleashed.com use code sarge at checkout there for a sweet discount especially now during the holiday season, when the Sarge's on deck, you salute, GG son. Now that you have something for your eyes and your ears, what happens when you're on a jog? What happens when you're taking a drive? You can't always be watching the Sarge tear it up. You need music. You need new music. You need music that you can freaking party to and for that we go to one of my absolute favorite bands of all time and that of course is a bad mary band you can find them all over the internet at bad mary band that's twitch.tv forward slash bad mary band on facebook bad mary band youtube.com forward slash bad mary band you can support them financially over on patreon.com forward slash just bad mary there you can add them on instagram see all their great posts sometimes i make art imagining them being in clerks three's soundtrack and you can enjoy all of that. But my favorite thing about them, John, is if you have any music streaming service, you can find their entire discography right now. You can listen to all of it, including some of their brand new covers that are absolute fire. Bad Mary Band all over the internet. You know them. I love them. You should become obsessed with them, too. With that being said, my brother, I've been listening. I have to agree. I've been listening to a rotation of Bad Mary music and the freaking Ghostbuster Afterlife score. So That's with a, uh, a, a cover that needs to happen, dude. I know I was, a couple of people over there. We'll we'll make them. We'll I literally them almost called him to be like, dude, you. I'm a good enough friend that you owe me this. 
Like that's I mean, a thing. No, that, that's not true. But I'm, I understand that you am, am, almost made the call. Am I a good enough boy? At least, uh, let's definitely jump. not. That's double Let, negative. I'm gonna bid those of you who have yet to see Afterlife. Uh, I still think you'll enjoy the movie after it being spoiled. Uh, so feel free to stick around. But this is your official spoiler warning. And yeah, if yeah. Uh, if you are running away, we will see you. Janine is hitting the red button right now. You should slide down the pole. And get your ass out the firehouse doors because this motherfucker is as spoiler filled as the ghost trapped is when there's smoke coming off the top. Spoiler central happening now. Charlie, start my time. Done. It is started. You got five bonus minutes and not a minute longer. Let's right. do it to it. So, um, a point that I definitely wanted to make uh, um, regarding the, the first impressions of the movie, uh, this movie felt like a Ghostbusters movie, right? Absolutely. It, the soundtrack, uh, without having the um, the classic... No. There was that didn't hit until the fucking credits to there. It's like they earned it. Their credit. They're like, you know what? You like that shit, right? Boom. Drop a banger on you. However, all those little like, oh, something strange is going to go on in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like those little moments. Those made actually that was like the first time that I sat back and I was like, all right, stop smiling because you, you look palsied at this point And God knows you have enough trouble. Um, that made me sit back. I'm like, yo, this is now this is this is happening. And it was almost like <clears throat> a sound cue to me to really start paying attention because here's where plot points were gonna start rolling out. This was no longer um, this is no longer like setup. This yeah. is no longer like, okay, don't forget this is per this person, there's that person. And like there were those little moments. And this is something that I do take umbrage with for those critics. So had uh, an inevitable Charlie defense uh, clap back at some of these cats being necessary, this is where I would have gone. The, the consistent pushback from critics was, oh, uh, um, fan service. It relied too much on nostalgia. This is a sincere question, Charlie. What the fuck were they talking about? They they it, 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 it leaned too much on nostalgia. What are you talking about? Because there was a proton pack. It's a Ghostbusters movie. Of course, there's gonna be a proton pack. They, oh, because there was a trap. Oh, of course, because there were certain things in fucking uh in fucking uh, in Spengler's fucking underground lab. Of course. He made those. Why wouldn't those be there? When Captain America's shield showed up for a nanosecond in fucking Stark's laboratory, did anybody lose a mind? Oh, fucking Iron Man is too reliant on the Fan service. What are you talking about? Yeah, he... First and first mostly, and then I'll hand it off to you. Yeah. I got news for you. Movies, in particular franchises, are made for fans, you fucking know-nothings. This the, is Cousin Paul's favorite. Six 
piece chicken McNo-nothing. What are you talking about? That's what amazing. What are you talking about? Yeah, it is. It is. So, so here's, here's the fact in, or, or here's the, the facts according to Charlie. If you took out every line, if you took out the sheriff saying, who are you going to call in a different context? If you take that out of the movie, if you take the crunch bar out of his- How many thousands of movies have you heard the line, who are you going to call? Yeah, and, and honestly, a lot what, of times- Were those fucking Ghostbusters callbacks, you fucking dick nutses? Here's, here's yeah. in my opinion, having seen the flick a couple times already, if you take those quote-unquote fan service things out, Take Janine out. Take the Crunch Bar out. Take the Twinkie out. Why would you take Janine but, out? But but let's but Why? let's say no, no. Hold on a second because I, I want because reviewers have, are. I've grumpy. been watching a lot of a lot of court TV lately. So now, if something was just inserted, just so like you can elbow the person next to you, be like ah eh, ah, eh, the literal only, uh, the the only fucking uh, bit of evidence. That I would that you you can refer to would be the fucking like spaghetti strainer, you know that 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 they put on a fucking what's his face podcast. No, no, no. Uh, in, in the in the fucking original, Lewis, um, Lewis, Lewis right, uh, uh, Rick Moranis. Um, oh, like oh, there that is. Yeah, he he made it, and it was part of his scientific, you know, uh, materials. So naturally, that would have been there. The fucking crunch bar. He had multiple suits, and we already heard how he grabbed them and took the fuck off. That crunch bar is given to him by Venkman in the first one. So all that is is a continuation. This is a franchise film. This isn't just out of the fucking blue. The Twinkies, he had the Twinkies, so naturally they would have been in the car. They're so a snack he enjoys. Overruled, man. You, well, fucking, but, you idiots are overruled. You but here's, don't know what you're talking about. Here's here's what it is. I believe that fan service can be wasted moments in film. Yeah, if, if it doesn't, if it if doesn't it, help the plot, if it's not integral to the story that you're telling. But everything that was Ghostbusters related that you you sat back and say, I recognize that. Okay, I remember this. Oh, this is great. The last time I saw it was a necessity to telling this particular story. And not you dick faces. And not only that, I have a, a, a unique perspective because I was dressed up like a Ghostbuster watching what kids, a nerd watching kids who didn't want to meet us before the film. There were kids brought to the movies by their parents to be right. like, we're going to the movies. We're going to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. And the kid was probably like, all right, yeah, I love sure. movies. I'm going to get popcorn and a soda? Fuck yeah. They didn't want to meet us. They didn't want to take a picture by the car. The parents kind of forced them to take pictures <laughs> outside by the car. But then we were like in a different section. You had to come find us. Uh-huh. Because I was inside and outside, because some people didn't have tickets, but we still wanted to do the meet and greet with them. I watched kids. Yes. I watched kids who were disinterested in meeting us two hours later run to me like I was fucking Mickey Mouse. Sure. And but this movie told them those top zipper pockets (laughs) filled with crunch bars bars in those motherfuckers. Uh, But you know what? Twinkies in the Ectos. This is a conversation I had with someone uh, in the Ghostbuster fan community 
who also dresses up and does events, they they were trying to say specifically that the Crunch Bar and the Twinkie were nothing more than callbacks for callback's sake. My argument is for a new audience, what did we learn um, about Egon, who, God bless him, abandoned his family to one day save the world? We learned that he was yeah, like sacrifices have to be made, but also sometimes. he ate like Great a kid. Or good. He also ate like a child. Homeboy, he had a sweet tooth. Yeah, but again, it's still a thing learned. These and that is establishing characters. Have little elastic velcros <laughs> for a reason, brother. Yeah, you can sometimes busting ghosts gives you a little, you need a little taste. Now, I don't want to come off like a homer because, uh, <laughs> frankly, Charlie has I got that covered. Roles. Yeah, Char Charlie's emblazoned with Ghostbusters, so I, I would never think to question that status. So I'm not going to sit here and say I loved everything about the movie. I loved the movie. I didn't love that they stole my ro remote control uh, <laughs> trap that, granted, I had the idea after the movie had already been made. That's not the point. I still thought of it, okay? I'm like Kramer. Just because I thought about it second doesn't mean I shouldn't get some credit. Anyways, I agree. I agree um, with you. Not so much Kramer, but I agree with but, you. But <laughs> um, I love the movie, but I didn't love everything about the movie. There were certain little, you know, there were certain, like, you, you pull the popcorn bag out of the microwave, and you're like, nom, 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 the crunch. I'm like, oh, fuck. That seed didn't pop, you son of a bitch. You're going to be hearing from my dentist, you mother. So, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw questions your way, Charlie. Do as it. The would, yeah, expert. yeah, yeah. Uh, but one thing that is irrefutable, undeniable, undefensible, and no offense to the young man who played the character because I thought he was charming. He was... Tremendous comic relief, uh, an outstanding performance, but the character's name was Terror Dog Shit. Podcast Charlie, dude, I you're loved gonna it. fucking name a character. My name is. People call me Podcast. No, they don't. Well, I that... can be. I completely have no problem. <sighs> <laughs> believing terror dogs running through a near empty Walmart. Fine. I believe any piece of equipment, regardless of the genius that invented it, still having power decades after it was put away. That's fine with me. Uh, no problem. I have zero problem with a fucking barn in the middle of nowhere, in the middle, middle of Hurricane Alley with a roof. That is more concave than Heavy D's front seat in his Cadillac. No problem at all. That's fine. What I don't believe is that it's a person walking the earth that has the moniker podcast. Well, but the, even, no! that, even that though, Terrible. They, they made it very clear. Ugh. They made it very clear that people don't call them podcast. He calls himself podcast. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Now, look, I will give, I'll give a, a tiny, like we said, this is empathetic. Feed the animals. Uh, John, fight with the critics before the fact for my loving brother, if need be. <laughs> so I, there's always going to be a little wiggle room. I will say this. I'm I'll going by this. podcast moving forward. 
I'll give him this. If he went to like a, a, a school, maybe in the middle of Little Italy or somewhere around Roosevelt Field Mall, and like he he did a podcast, yeah. Granted, then the mafioso types would be like, "Hey, what do you what do you got a hey what do you got a fucking podcast you're doing over here? Hey, this guy's name is Podcast. <laughs> That's the only group. Of That's people the prequel. That <laughs> that's those are the only people who would refer to him by what he does. He came so from Jersey, the, and Tony Soprano coined the, him as podcast. The name podcast was like, I'm like, eh. like it, it literally wiped the the smile off my face. Now it shouldn't have. I should have done Charlie level homework and known that his name was that. But I have a toy that says it, so I've come to terms with it a while ago. And also, when he removed the Spangler patch to write podcasts on his flight adorable, suit, adorable. Ador- also, the, let me his let- character. It's a he was a he was a great. He was dude. He, he didn't die. He is, yeah. He's a great addition. I love podcast and Phoebe. He, his, when I tell you I didn't want children Ghostbusters in my life mm. after what they tried to do to me with the cartoon uh, when is. I was a child, Phoebe and podcast, first of all, falling in love with Phoebe was easy. Call him, call him Pod or so, something else. Falling, the only bit of that was like that that the that his that his show came into its own like episode forty six. So I was like, yeah, motherfucker, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that that relates to you. Yeah, um, I was like, you know, I, I, I got you there. I shouldn't have been surprised that Grace McKenna. I've seen her in a ton of stuff. She's she wonderful is, and everything. She was she's, outstanding. She can she carry the weight of the Ghostbuster franchise, well, she, and she did. She and did. it didn't like, feel like is, that was a possibility, though. This is her movie. Now, granted, the the this is what I wanted to say earlier was that it felt like a Ghostbusters movie. The the tone was right. The snappy dialogue was right. Now, granted, the original, and this is the this is what society forces us to do is to make <laughs> comparisons between fucking breakfast and dinner when they're two different things. But we have no choice but to compare this movie now to the original. Now, the original was a fucking, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it an R-rated adult comedy? Um, yes. Or PG-13. No, I think it was, I think it was PG because I don't think PG-13 existed yet. I'll look I it don't... up. You keep talking. Yeah. So, but in any case, um, it was for the, the original Ghostbusters was a movie made for adults. Correct. It just so happened that kids that that caught it fell in love with it, and as you've talked about um, uh, very eloquently, the fucking cartoon blew that up in the kid community. It's it cemented it in the kid community. It now belonged to them. The second that you had like terrible tasting uh, Ghostbusters cereal for Saturday mornings. Fucking acto cooler, just coursing down the streets like pink slime. Um, now the franchise belonged to children. This movie, this wasn't a purely adults movie. There was no bad language. There were no sexual yeah. situations. This movie is a family comedy. It's an action comedy, but in much the same way that the Marvel, uh, yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe movies are family movies. Action, absolutely comedy. 
a hundred percent. I legitimately was laughing during the movie. Did it have scary moments? I'm like, oh, look at that little little give you undercarriage, a little bit of a how's your father. Two hundred percent. But it is a family movie, and as great as all the parts are, McKenna fucking carried it. And she did. And she what, carried the movie. What was unexpected to me was again, you're talking about four characters because of the cartoon in a lot of ways, because of the comic books. Peter Ray, Winston, and Egon mean so much to me that the idea always felt uncomfortable of passing the torch. <laughs> and that's always been in like 85, ever since the film didn't happen in the mid 90s. The plan has always been you're throwing these proton packs on someone new. Sure. I didn't want it to be kids, and I left. We talked about film. it before. The video game is really the the, the original idea of Ghostbusters three. That's yeah. what it would have been. Get a victim to wear a, a modified pack. Um, what was beautiful about it, though, is again, I left the film feeling so so good. Now, I, I just want to rewind a little bit. So good about the movie, or so good about your life decisions. That you have spent tens of thousands of your dollars. Yep. <laughs> it was on both. Ghostbusters stuff. I, I, I felt protect. I felt like the warm embrace of like, oh, this could have been a mistake all of my life. Like I would have just moved. Like Charlie is that guy that like just pours his life savings into fucking Bitcoin and it goes up like the next day. He's like, ah, I was right. I was right. <laughs> uh, but. I think there are there are three things about this film above everything else, and I love this film. Yeah. Um, if I well, must, before, before before you go into your list, give me one thing that you didn't like. Give me one thing that didn't hit for you. For me, number one, and I have several, but I don't want to be that guy. The name podcast felt like though a committee sat around like, all right, kid, nice job. Yeah, but you know what? Let's call this one kid podcast because the kids they they uh they all listen to the podcast nowadays. Am I right? Okay, Sony. Sure. If it gets me my movie, fine. We'll call the kid podcast. But uh, I have a several others. Give me one thing for Charlie <laughs> Superfan Rivera. Where you like? Hmm. No. Yeah, I still There's gotta be something. I still can't properly paint. Some of the replicas I build. So my my big, if I had the 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 thing I choose to be the epicenter of the the things I don't like or the thing I don't like is I I didn't really love the time frame. This whole film takes place in like a week, and I was okay. like, this could like in my ver if if before they filmed it they were like, what do you think? I'm like, make it be the whole summer, like the exact uh -huh. same events. If it took place over the whole summer, I would have more easily accepted like fucking podcast figured out that RC trap real fucking quick. And he's not call him podcast. He's not a pod. I'm sorry. Big baby pod. Uh, I'm going to call him big baby pod. Down um, with <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, so if Phoebe, I buy her in five days working, working with ghost Egon. She's a genius level. Yeah, he's an omega level mutant. Basically. I would have, I, 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 again, if you brilliant. if you extended out Trevor's working on the ecto for a, a month, Phoebe mm -hmm. is unraveling who what her lineage is, yeah. um, the relationship between 
uh, mom and teacher uh, build because I thought their meet cute was perfect. Uh, and in in uh, in deference to cousin Jason, with whom I saw the movie, hey mother, want another? <laughs> Damn, she looked good as hell. What's she did funny look good too as is uh, um, what's her face? The the little girl is uh, blonde in real life, and yeah. they have to make her a brunette. Whereas the mother Callie, blonde she's, as fuck. She no, she well, she was blonde as hell in the movie, but she's a brunette in real yep. life. So th- when I first saw like the cast picture, I didn't know who the fuck was who, <laughs> what was going on. Uh, uh, Flynn, 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 Stranger Things was not <laughs> even there. Now, now his arc was interesting to me because, like, <sighs> with the exception of the Ecto, which, by the way, Ecto one is almost its own character it replaced new york city and it Instead was of the fifth ghostbuster being the city it became well, the fucking car honestly to me my my uh, um one for one ecto one is the millennium falcon fuck yes so the way that the falcon kind of bridged the the original and the new uh, uh trilogies that's what Ecto One's doing. So when the water we'll, hits we'll the side the... and the logo is just a little bit more vibrant, oh, like, I literally there's the seven or eight times in the film. I was like engine into a fucking Ecto One shell and legitimately had that motherfucker tearing ass through those fields and had drone cameras catching it all. Dude, that, that shit chase sequence filled. The cup. Yo, what about when he dukes the hazards onto the road? Dude, and I was like, I was like, let me um Charlie's birthdays are coming up. That's gonna be a frame wreck that's gonna be available for auctions at some point. I could probably pull that one off. That but let was, me ask um, you this one. Yeah, please. <clears throat> so so like I said, we I got about we don't four be minutes. Homers. Fair enough. Um uh and this is a sincere question because I only saw it the one time. And again, I was my ears were ringing because I was smiling so often. Why did this brilliant girl have to go to summer school? Oh, I actually the second it's time an it's, actual plot question that I it's have. no, it's made a little bit more clear through dialogue without being explicit. The uh-huh. mom was working on the house and couldn't watch her. Trevor got a job, so she was not going because of education problems. That was the so, closest thing to free daycare. So, so, so I understand. Okay, well, you know what? That makes perfect sense. So she like in enrolled her in school, yeah. Considering her financial. Now, actually, I don't know. That fucking little girl is brilliant. She was basically stealing electricity for them in their prior. Yeah. Why, why would not me, then to, she be in, keep her at home To me, it, she's also going to be there working on the house? To me, it read very much like the house is unsafe. So like the girl, right. it's kind of undone by the girl getting like free range to explore when okay. not in the couple hours of school. All um, right, but real again, quick, only because it's I don't a problem run out of time. that's solved if you make it a longer time period. I mean, yes, uh, yes, and no because make it if the you make year. it so long, eh, but then now if it's a school year, then those daytimes working at the fucking burger joint are now not going to be the case. But re- regardless, it, it didn't spoil anything for me. It was just a chin scratcher. Yeah. Um, things that I didn't like, completely unnecessary to put her uh, in the fucking uh, in in Sigourney Weaver's dress. Unnecessary. Completely. I just felt like Why? Zool... that terror dog 
does not have a dress on underneath no, Zool, his skin. Zul just likes. They got some magic. Zul is wanted to pretty no, herself that, up for. That's apology. Vince. You're you're an apologist right now. It made no sense that she should be in the dress other than the fact that Sigourney Weaver looked good as hell in it. Also, there was and also Sigourney so, pulled the drapes off of her window. She, she uh really she had glitter drapes that yeah it was like the un- it was like the underneath of her uh yeah. apartment drapes um also as well as there's one point where she's in high heels as opposed to the other points where she's barefoot i'm like bitch where'd you get the high heel shoes from damn you Quentin, on your next damn your Quentin, next uh, perv 200 was that bug eye from the fucking cartoon yep Thank you. Thank you. I, I, if I had a pen, I would have been like, I'm like, oh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Um, I never saw him in the trailer. So when that happened in the movie, I, as hard as I could, I punched my friend John in the shoulder. You, you, uh, that one, that one was for you for sure. Also, as well as how exactly, uh, is Evo Shandor staying alive? So the, the spirits, that tomb was like a reverse trap. So he was constantly, he never died. So he was just like fucking kept alive by that spirit drain that was trying to fucking escape, which is why before the streams could cross and push them all back down, he popped alive for a second. Yeah. Just keeping them like in cryo freeze almost. That Only not really freeze. wasn't Spooky on a shit. single viewing for me who was paying close attention. Yeah. That didn't, that I didn't think it was really... really just to get JK in it because Dude, he's been in all and, of them. Uh... Again, as, as the time expires and I'm going to leave it for you to do your wrap up. Cause this is really uh, the Charlie cast. It should be, uh, even though I can't shut the fuck up. Um, so, so JK, uh, Jake, I'm just call him JK Rowling. <laughs> JK Simmons as evil Shandor, the creator, the architect of spook central in the city mining, that fucking whatever the material is from this particular town um because again it was a, helped as a conduit to the other side to get this fucking flat top bitch back who was indeed played by not olivia mund as i i was like olivia mund and case was like no you fucking dumb dumb what are you talking about it's an olivia but that that ain't the one um still hot even with that baritone voice yeah. Like, oh, she could have gotten it. We've both dealt with worse. Woo! Um, but yeah, again, I'm I'm gonna let you run away with it. Spielbergian hit all the notes, just sets perfect. us up in particular for the two credit scenes, which Charlie gave me the good information. So I'll let Charlie take it away. I Slimer's Kiss, Ecto Cooler, loved it. I loved it. I could not have been happier with the version that we got uh but charlie you 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 wrap it up and you take us home man this is your super bowl i truly believe it is the one of the best 15 minutes (laughs) opening a film of all time the opening was thrilling it was exciting it was new it was unique it managed to somehow be familiar i fucking love the beginning moments of this film so much the third act is a masterclass. Kevin Smith said it on his podcast, but I'll repeat it. It's a masterclass on how to do a current blockbuster. That third act 
gave me everything I needed, including the return of not one, not two, not three, but all four Ghostbusters, one of the most unique, touching. Some people were bitching that it was it was too much. Go fuck yourself. You're Charlie wrong. cried like a baby. Uh, like a stuffed fucking pig. Go out and see it. Go out and see it twice. Buy yourself some merch. Fight online to get one of those ecto popcorn tubs because you know I did. Um, I love, 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 love this movie. I, I as of right now, uh, if I must rank them, I like it even better than Ghostbusters two. And I well, of course, love Lucas. me some Ghostbusters two. I will stab you in the eye, my dear brother. Uh, I am so excited to just be this obsessed with the film and go frame by frame like I did with the original two. Uh, we are just about out of time, so I'm going to take us to the promised land. Uh, but go see it. Go see it right now. John, tell the people how we end every episode of U.S. Comics Cast other than my so, fucking enthusiasm. So, so simple. Do it in double time. The power on. Turn the volume up to Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save me, Space Girl. We out.